This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Investment in early childhood education. One major component of the governor's plan would focus on the importance of preschool, quality child care, early intervention, and home visits. He's also calling for more money for K-12 through education, college MAP grants, and programs to ease worker shortages. Macon County nonprofits are eligible to apply for up to $2,000 in micro-grants to fund professional Professional development programs through the Community Foundation. The deadline to apply is March 31st. Selected nonprofits will get their awards on April 13th. Micro grants can be used for conference registration and associated travel costs, course registration, board development, webinars, and more. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website, nowdecatur.com. sick all want answers i'm dave anthony fox news but many residents in east palestine ohio don't think they got many at a town meeting last night after a train derailment that led to toxic spills explosions and fires i have the village on my back and i'll do whatever it takes whatever it takes to make this right mayor trent conaway many were upset no railroad officials attended and then many people are wondering where president Biden's transportation secretary is be Buttigieg. it's going to be epa chief visiting here today uh right now we're not sure if the transportation ceremony will be showing up anytime soon. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson in East Palestine where there's still a chemical smell. I wake up every day. I've been sick with my upper congestion. This morning I woke up with my eyes swelled. My kids, um, we're just running in to grab something and then we're going back to grandma's house because they keep breaking out in rashes. They rescued another survivor from earthquake rubble in Turkey today. A woman trapped alive more than 10 days. But the number of deaths in Turkey and Syria now tops 40,000. Another Russian barrage hit Ukraine today. 36 missiles in two hours rained down on cities from east to west. Ukraine says it shot down 16 of them. Authorities say a 79-year-old woman was killed and at least seven others injured. Fox's Jonathan Savage, a vigil at Michigan State for three murdered students. To the families of those who were senselessly taken from us. Words seem so hollow right now. Men's basketball coach Tom Izzo also offering prayers to the five other students critically wounded. Police still don't know the gunman's motive. He killed himself after. Shots were fired at an El Paso, Texas mall, scaring shoppers who ran, killing one person, wounding three others, two suspects in custody. It happened across the parking lot from the Walmart where 23 people were massacred in 2019. A Tennessee National Guard Black Hawk helicopter crashed in Alabama. It sounded like it was sick, if you want to put it that way. Um, and the next thing you know, when I was unlocked in the door, it exploded when it hit the ground, killing both crew members. America's listening to Fox News. You've heard me discuss how my everyday aches and pains were affecting my daily life before I started taking Relief Factor. You've also heard me talk to you about how my friends and family have found relief from their aches and pains with Relief Factor. Well, let me tell you about Gary from California. Gary says, I cannot thank you enough. I am 62 years old and have just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better and will recommend Relief Factor to all my baby boomer friends. Well, thanks for writing, Gary. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. 
That's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief. Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor. President Biden will get his physical exam today. He's 80, our oldest president ever, and considering running for re-election. Reuters reports he also could speak publicly today on those still unidentified objects shot from the sky and that downed Chinese spy balloon. This is the day after he went to Maryland to tout the economy and criticize Republicans. The president says the economy is improving on his watch, but he also has March 9th circled when he'll lay out his budget. Everything from taxes cut and raised to programs cut and raised. Republicans do the same thing. From there, negotiations begin. GOP Senator Rick Scott of Florida has targeted health care. We have to figure out a way to make the entire health care delivery system more efficient. Some Republicans aren't on board with using that to tank U.S. credit, so the president asks, Where are they going to cut? He says if health care cuts are proposed, there will be a veto. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. If President Biden runs again, Nikki Haley hopes she has the chance to unseat him. The former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. and South Carolina governor is the first Republican to challenge former President Trump for the nomination. Nikki Haley said her purpose in running for president is to save the country from the downward spiral of socialism and defeatism that American self-loathing needs to end. Every day we're told America is flawed, rotten, and full of hate. Joe and Kamala even say America's racist. Nothing could be further from the truth. Haley said Americans distracted by identity politics and anger make our foreign adversaries think the American era has passed. America is not past our prime. It's just that our politicians are past theirs. While Haley mentioned school choice, the border, and defending police, she also said presidents over the age of 75 should be required to take a mental competency exam. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down slightly. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake Palooza LLC, and Newhoff Media. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. Showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm, cloudy with a high near 44. For tonight, chance of rain and also snow showers, mostly cloudy, low around 23. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 32. And Saturday, sunny and breezy with a high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 
Good morning and welcome to the Thursday, February 16th edition of Buyers and Company. We'll visit with Julie Melton today from Richland. You know, the big culinary scholarship dinner that's been on kind of like hiatus for the last couple of years. It's back. We'll tell you all about that. City Hall insider Paul Osborne. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. start to our day. <laughs> the governor had the state of the state address yesterday, and it's kind of funny when you could sort of pre-write all of the press releases about it before it even happened. Like the people's reactions to it? Yeah. Yeah. And then when you have like serious people, like the Illinois Manufacturers Association or something going, hey, we like this, this, and this, and this we have a question about, you, you know, where they, they look at it and they engage in an honest fashion about what it means. And then you have the opposition party who proclaim to speak for all the citizens of Illinois, but they can't get enough of the citizens of Illinois to vote for them to be anything but the opposition party. And you could write it two weeks ago before a word was uttered. Yeah. It's just that's how nonsensical politics is today. Yeah, I would say so. It just is. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, nah. I mean, you know, like that kind of sort of reaction. Yeah, it's one of those like, oh, where's all this money going to come from? Well, it says right there. Or well, what are you going to do with this? Look, there, there's some legitimate oh, concerns. No question. I'm talking about you know right. what they're going to say. It's not even where's the money going to come It's just there's nothing in this for anyone. I mean, you know, the governor continues to ignore the voters of <laughs> Illinois. Well, the governor just got voted in by the voters <laughs> of Illinois for a second term. I mean, the, right. that stuff's just silly and stupid. Yeah, by definition, the voters have been heard. Yes. Here. here. Right. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, the Bears uh, closing on that that uh, Arlington deal and what will happen. I don't think there's any, any, any stomach for that over in Springfield uh, as far as taxpayers are concerned and the people who uh, are accountable to those taxpayers about the state funding or figuring out a way to help fund that deal for the Chicago Bears at all. Yeah, probably not, which means they're going to do personal seat licenses, and that's going to you know what? It, change the whole dynamic. It, it might, but it you, man, you got to have a franchise that people are willing to buy into. Yeah. And, and nothing in the last 20 years has made Bears fans feel that way, has it? I, I mean, I don't think so. No, not above and beyond, other than the nature of NFL being able to go to an NFL team and be a stakeholder. I guess, but, but don't you want to be a stakeholder with a winning company? Oh yeah, I'm a stakeholder in a losing team. No, I know, but, but, but so even your better. team has been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, I mean, they've had levels yeah. of success that the Bears have not achieved yeah. in a long, long, long time. It is a fair question, but you're you're absolutely right. The the impetus to feeling like wanting to go, doing whatever I can to make it, isn't there as much when your team isn't winning at all. Yeah, or hasn't been 
for yeah, decades. Exactly right. Got a, uh, a a dynamic young quarterback that may or may not be there much longer, depending on you know if you look mm-hmm. at the mock, you know, uh, we don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyway, we'll get into all that a, a little bit later in the uh, program. Good morning and welcome. Glad you're uh, with us here today on this rainy uh, beginning to our Thursday. We got a lot to cover here today. Uh, we've got the the kids from Young Leaders in Action will be in Debbie Bogle a little later today from the uh, United Way and last night or actually. I should say yesterday afternoon, uh, I, I uh, pulled up my Netflix app and got into the full swing, which is the new PGA F1 style, uh, like the tennis one, which was really good, you know, where they get in behind the scenes yeah. of a sport that you may or may not like, but you might find new interest in it because of the way they do this. Uh, well, okay, so a couple things on that. I watched the first episode, and then I was curious about the thing that you just said, a sport you don't like that you may find new interest in it. And I had that happen with me to the sport of Formula One racing right. through this company, this production company. And they've and, done that for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, they're on season five. It yeah. comes out on the 24th or the, yeah, the, the 21st or something. And I, I went and looked at it. I said, is this, is this a thing? Drivers, anecdotally, I'm seeing more American fans, ticket sales up almost double, uh, and then the some of the stuff is up by 20 and 30%. So you are seeing a, a cultural drive by stories being told. Right. I watched golf last night. I set it aside. I came home and wanted to watch golf. I d- I've never said that in my life. <laughs> and I'll be honest. I enjoyed the story okay. that was told to if, me. If you enjoyed episode one, it gets better. Oh, I, I felt yeah. episode one was very stilted, meaning it was just sort of the, some of the stuff seemed a little staged and a little corny. Like it was sort of like... Like, you know, everything, if you go back and watch F1 episode one, yeah. it probably felt the same mm-hmm. way. They got to find mm-hmm. their voice. Right. And also they were getting me up to speed. What's a hammer? What, what's right. Par? And you, it, you already if know If you are a stuff. golf yeah. fan, they do too much of that episode in, episode out. Like mm-hmm. we, I, you know, like when they explain to you, oh, they got to play four days. And if they don't make the cut, they don't make any money. They do that like every episode. And it's like, that's a little redundant for me, but. That's okay. It's 30 seconds, you, you know, of mm-hmm. welcoming people in, which is the smart thing to do yep. that maybe aren't golf fans or don't understand that. You understood the hammer bet uh, just from that episode? Yeah. That's why they started like five bucks. That thing like exponentially explodes. If you play golf and know that kind of betting, that it's like a parking ticket in downtown. I mean, a $5 first one. Yeah. Yeah, and and that that's the part that if they follow their recipe, which they certainly are, and there's going to be subsequent seasons unless this thing tanks. By season two, yeah. you're going to be up to speed. Yeah. You're you're running. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I, what to me, like I always find interesting, are the little things, mm-hmm. the the maybe even mundane things. Uh, Justin Thomas taking a trip to the CVS store you know, because his great. allergies are so bad that, and then he ends up winning. That, that was the PGA Championship, and they were in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or whatever. But you know, he's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, driving. They, the players get these cars, you know, at the tournament mm-hmm. to use from. I think it was the Ford dealers of sure. Oklahoma or whatever. And he's got the navigation thing on pointing him into a CVS because he's got to go buy allergy medication. That is, so I'm glad you pointed to that scene. That is a good indicator of how they do this. They go, 
hey, here's a normal guy doing a normal thing and, and a little hiccup that you wouldn't think that kind of person would have to do. Then they drop you a nugget with a 1.5% chance of winning, yeah. and then they show the pageantry. Yeah. And so now you're kind of like, hey, go guy that can't get his own medicine. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I, I also, um, uh, I, I, it, it hops around time sequence-wise, which is a little, it, like, you know, because I watched a lot mm-hmm. of what they're showing you yeah. real time last year. Mm-hmm. So when it kind of stop, start, stop, starts, I mean, there's a sense to it, a drama to it, because yeah. they're telling you different stories. It might be one tournament, but there's very different stories going on That's in that right. one tournament. So you think, oh, well, I know what happened there. Then they go back and go, oh, yeah, but what about the guy that was mm-hmm. over here? Yep. It, really interesting. Um, a, a couple of takeaways. Just it, This may or may not interest you. Ian Poulter's closet is the best closet I've ever seen in my entire life. Is he the one they show in like the trailer, the first part with all the Jordans and the shoes and stuff? No, that was Brooks Kepka. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, he's a Nike guy. One thing you do learn very quickly is that these guys don't wear anything but those sponsorship clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the golf outfits, but uh, like at home, the hoodies, the shorts. I mean, everything's on brand. Yeah, one of them even made the comment. Did you get the logo on that shot? Yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, no, Ian Poulter is the Brit uh, who uh, was never a uh, a major winner or that caliber of player, but was a f- very famous rock star uh, for the European Ryder Cup team, you know, who literally at Medina cut the heart out of the Americans. And so he gets to play the villain. He wears the really loud plaid pants. He's got the Rod Stewart sort of spiked hairdo. Now he's a guy, you know, in his late forties, uh, who made the jump to live. And, and I got a whole new appreciation and you will get as this live thing starts to unfold, uh, in the season uh, about people's personal reasons, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to understand where they are mentally about things. Uh, even though they're giving up and taking a chance and, and all that. Uh, the other thing I, I took away, um, you know, everybody like went, whoa, about Brooks Kapka joining the Live Tour. Because a couple of years ago, 16, 17, or 18, 19, I mean, he won four majors in two years. He was oh, wow. on top yeah. of the world in golf. And now he is a mental train wreck. And I did not know that watching golf last season on a Sunday. I mean, his confidence is gone. He can't, and his, I mean, I, how vulnerable he was and, and almost you felt like to the point of maybe even quitting. Wow. But when he left, it was like superstars. Like, no, I mean, I, he, this guy like literally has lost it all mentally and physically for whatever reason. Whatever reason. And that's the great Justin Thomas story about leading up to the PGA. He couldn't find his swing. He was a mental wreck all the way through Saturday and then came back on that Sunday and found a way to figure it out. It's so mental. And in parallel, the the guy that was up ahead just melting oh, yeah. all the way down. The worst hole of his whole life was mm-hmm. the one that could have won him could've a won few him. million dollars. Yeah, that's exactly right. Anyway, it's interesting. All eight episodes, they're about 45 minutes, yeah. I think, something in that wheelhouse, uh, are on Netflix. And uh, I can't imagine that you won't. Uh, enjoy it just because of the lifestyle that, mm-hmm. that, that Nike shrine that you mentioned, mm-hmm. that's Brooks. They have some good houses. I mean, there, there's some decent homes. Yeah. I have honestly less than 1% interest in golf uh, aside from like Tiger Woods or, or the finding out who's doing what. Yeah. And, and that show, I enjoyed it. I, I love the way they present stories. Well, you'll, it gets better. Yeah. It was good enough for me. No, I, but, I, just but I know it, it'll get better. Take some time to yeah. find your groove when you're yeah. storytelling, right? Yeah. 
like, like the initial episode and, and, and it's a little different with Netflix because they get it all done and then they give it all to you at the same time. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and watch anything, I don't care if it's the wire or it's three's company, the first episode of any show. Yeah. When you go back to it mm-hmm. after a while, it's a little bumpy. Yeah. Cause they haven't found their, their, their narrative or they haven't quite polished exactly how they're going to do this, but it, it incrementally gets better episode by episode. How many did you watch? Do you think? I watched four. Oh, nice. Of the eight. So I'm halfway through. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. And, and they, the mic'd up on the course thing and the kind of players they pick out, right? I mean, it's not all the superstars, but, but all of, you can tell they probably went in and did this with a lot of people. Uh-huh. And a lot of them didn't make the cut because it didn't fit into the narrative of like who won the tournament or who lost the tournament dramatically or yeah. how it plays together. Like I'm sure they did this with a lot of people that hit the editing floor that you'll never see. Yeah, oh certainly. It so to to parallel that at Formula One, they started with all the teams except for the top two teams because right. they wouldn't give access. But then it, they saw the value in it. And so now they have all the film of everybody. Yeah. And they'll put together a Ferrari story or whatever. Right. But, but you also go, Oh, I can't believe they had this from the beginning and right. this is how it ends. That's, it's like, no, they did everybody. They're, covering every they're just base. giving you the stuff that worked out. That's story-wise. right. You're exactly right. right. Anyway, interesting. The, the one about tennis is, is just as good. Uh, uh, okay, good. and, and I didn't know any of those people mm-hmm. like you with golf. Yeah. I mean, most of them other than the big names, yeah. right? I didn't know any of them, but I found their story. Is compelling, uh, the way they travel, the gypsy-like nature of their life, and it's the same way with golf. A lot of private jets. Yeah. No one's feeling sorry for anybody. Did you see that map after the Super Bowl of the private jets leaving? No, <laughs> but I'm sure it was... That way, it's, it looked like a f- fireworks. Dude, dude, Farm Progress show looks I know, like that. I know it does. It was so nutty. You ne- until you're on a private jet, you don't have any idea how many private jets are in the sky. They fly at a different altitude right. than commercial jets. And so you don't see them. That's right. If you're getting on a plane to Atlanta, you don't you see that. But if you go up there, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. That's right. It's almost like t- a taxi service up there. Beep, beep. So funny stuff. Good stuff. Anyway. Uh, full swing. It's on, uh, Netflix. Last night the challenge wrapped up. We have our champions. No spoiler alerts here. I won't give it away. Uh, ended in a sort of disappointing fashion. Uh, not disappointed in who won. I was okay with any of the three remaining teams to win, but it just sort of the, uh, the circumstances of it fizzled. It, well, one team fizzled because they had done something completely wrong. Mm-hmm. They, they had a, uh, a puzzle as they had a corn maze. This was the coolest, uh, uh, visual in Every you know this hundred hour finale, and it ended up in this huge corn maze where all this staging and lights were put up. Like I mean, it looked like not like the opposite of field of dreams. Like if aliens landed in the field of dreams and f- put it full of lights and, and you know strobes and everything. And they had part of the final challenge was two hundred cinder blocks. Now you you know what a, a oh, yeah. cinder block looks like in ways mm-hmm. that was also color coded on one side or a back or a front or a top or plain and it was like a two sided puzzle you had to build with two hundred cinder blocks. Oh man. So if you make a mistake You're undoing a l it's a lot of work to go to change it. Several in. thousand pounds. Yeah. Of wow. work to go back and do That's it. That's a neat idea. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, but, uh, I was, uh, happy at the end and, and I felt like, uh, okay, I got my whatever 16 episodes. What is that? 
you know, three months mm-hmm. worth of entertainment doled out to me, you know, one episode at a time, the old fashioned way. Now everybody will be able to watch it on Paramount, mm-hmm. like, like in a weekend. Right. It's, Zooming it's through. Good. All right. So feeling better than I thought today. Had my uh, back to it workout yesterday with Angela at the YMCA. <laughs> I thought that I was going to like literally um, uh, crawl out of bed this morning and like, you know, on my hands and knees to the shower. But isn't that going to be you tomorrow? Isn't that your I, usual I, well, thing? The, the doms uh, is what they call that. It's a delayed uh, thing. But I, I don't think I'm in good enough shape. To- <laughs> <laughs> he didn't earn them yet. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I don't, my body's capable of that yet. You don't have enough muscle to hurt yet. <laughs> That's probably way more true to that than you can imagine. No, it was great. She set out the next four weeks and detailed nice. plans, and, and I've got all this stuff ready to go. And we were working out yesterday. It was so funny because we were in the uh, uh, the the room that they have. I, what, what do they call that? The little private. The studio. Yeah, the uh, studio. And she had picked out the Chiefs uh playlist, the Kansas City Chiefs mm. playlist in, in honor of the Super Bowl. But somebody who put the playlist on there didn't do the radio edit version of that. <laughs> so we got a blast and the next thing you know it's like, whoa. My bad. YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> Which stands for the Young Men's Christian Association and a lot of families. It's something you just gotta be careful of. Oh yeah. So it may have been the Chiefs playlist. But whoever compiled the playlist didn't give you the Chiefs added because they're not rocking that uh, in Kansas City. No, uh, not in the coffee shops there. No, not in the stadium <laughs> there. No, no, they're not. But it was an interesting list to me because it it, it shows you how the, the, the NFL, who may be as good at marketing as any entity out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do a lot of boneheaded things, but I mean, but they're... At the, the core, product and selling at the their product, product of, yeah. of, of giving it to you, whether it's yeah. on TV or in person, that playlist was about as eclectic as anything I've heard in a long. Like it mm-hmm. touched every point. Oh yeah, yeah. So is this the one the team the team made yeah. themselves? Yes. Yeah. So if you and you have had this opportunity, if you ever go to the uh, you go to, into an NFL stadium two hours before. The players are out there in their sweats, stretching yeah. and stuff. Right. And that's the playlist they use. And you, you'll go from Phil Collins to some Ozzy kind of Osborne yeah, to, to DMX. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and like in, in like 15 minutes and time. For whatever reason, it flows. It does flow. And they all interact with it. And they, it, even if it's country to rap or pop to, you know, yeah. Taylor Swift. There, and there's some it, things it that are consistent no matter what stadium you go to. Yeah. Like getting ready for the kickoff. There's always a Hell's Bell yes. by, you know, ACDC. That's a different part of the game where right. now that's for us, not yeah. for them. So Friday we're going to do the, uh, the Philadelphia. Oh, Cool. So to see if there's any kind of because to me there is a difference between like I would think Kansas City and Indianapolis would have a same feel. It's like more of a geography yeah. thing. Oh yeah, the Atlanta list is filled with a lot of Atlanta Southern rappers. Absolutely, and stuff. whole different thing. Chicago, right? totally different. So yeah, you're you're right on it. Yeah, it was fun though. Uh, all right, well uh, we have so much to get to here today. <laughs> I've had stuff that's rolled over yeah. because we were so busy yesterday. Um, I thought the uh, the proposed new school was unbelievable. Yeah. And all anybody cares about on Facebook is Ario Speedwagon coming to the State Fair. <laughs> that had a ginormous reach. And I do not know why. Not that I'm anti-Ario. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like REO Speedway has been at the State Fair a number of times. Yeah, they've played around here quite. I mean, aren't they quasi local? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, and uh, it's sure that's good news, but we're getting to school, folks. It looks like. But isn't it interesting though? Thirty million plus dollar school. But isn't it interesting? Mm-hmm. Like how excited people get about something like that. That post yesterday had, well, as of this morning. 1,500 likes and, and reached, I don't know, like 60,000 people. Ario? Yeah, the Ario Speedwagon yeah. State Fair announcement. Wow. Yeah, that's a big one. For no, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, you know, that's great. I mean, if, if they've hit something that's right in your area of, of wanting to go and do and see, great. That's fantastic. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just always surprised at what gets people excited. Right. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with Ario Speedwagon. I'm glad the state fair got a lot of publicity. Maybe they'll sell a lot of tickets and people go over there and enjoy it. That's great. Yeah, it's good. I just like you tell me, oh, we're going to build a thirty-six million dollars school, or Ario's coming back for the sixth time to the Illinois State Fair. Yeah, somebody would say, "Well, I, I don't. I'm too old for school." <laughs> I know it's just it's just always interesting to me. Oh yeah, it is interesting. What, I think one of the uh, one of the uh, I was. I, what I love are the comments like "You can't make me go." It's like it's like uh, or, that are upset. Oh, yeah. It's like what? Well, so I don't think anyone's here? trying to. Oh, no. you have to have a ticket anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the, uh, the, t- the local outlets did not even have the uh, school within a couple pages of scrolling, it's meaning it could be on the third and beyond page, but it was not on the page itself. I, I went to the websites this morning yeah. just to see what was going on, see if I missed anything overnight. Yeah. Yeah. But I did see Ario. <laughs> of course you did. Everyone else did. It's well. funny that you say that. It's just sort of like whatever it is that, I mean, yeah. and that's great. I mean, yeah. I, I love Ario. I mean, there's riding the storm out and it's, it's a, I mean, there are some great Ario songs and they're from central Illinois. Do you have any idea off the top of your head what Ario like stands for? Uh, Dr. Ronald Ming, uh, who was a wonderful man, uh, who played saxophone for them. Huh. When they had a horn section back when Chicago, yeah. you, you know, when that was like a thing in rock and roll to have horns. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. I'll give you the Ario thing when we get back on the other side. A lot to get to here today, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski has been assigned to three key subcommittees of the House Committee on Agriculture. Budzinski will serve on the subcommittee on general farming commodities, risk management and credit the Subcommittee on Conservation, Research, and Biotechnology, and the Subcommittee on Commodity Markets, Digital Assets, and Rural Development. But Zinsky says she'll be focused on giving Central and Southern Illinois family farmers a strong seat at the table during negotiations for the upcoming farm bill. The DPS Board of Education got their first look at the proposed new American Dreamer STEM Academy. This is at the site currently owned by Oak Grove School. The budget for the project is almost $37 million. Construction is slated to begin in September. The expected move-in date is January 2025. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website, nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Hundreds of people at a town hall meeting in East Palestine, Ohio, want to know if they're at risk from toxic chemicals that spilled or were burned off after a trail, train derailment two weeks ago. There were a lot of people that had left early uh, because they were just so put off by a lot of the answers they were getting. Next order was there. State and federal officials say tests show the air and municipal water are safe despite the air smell and people reporting sore throats, coughs and headaches. 
A 17-year-old girl rescued from the rubble of a collapsed building in southern Turkey 10 days after the earthquake that's killed more than 42,000 people in Turkey and Syria. Oakland, California's police chief is fired, accused of covering up misconduct. I have decided to separate from Chief Laron Armstrong from the city. Mayor Sheng Tao says the federal judge overseeing the department finds significant cultural problems there. Armstrong, an Oakland native, says his termination is wrong, unjustified, and unfair. The department's been under federal oversight since 2003. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Springfield area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. Online at CordellCordell.com. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team Forecast. Today, showers are likely, possible thunderstorms, cloudy and a high of 44. Tonight, chance of rain, then also snow showers, mostly cloudy, low around 23. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 32. And Saturday, sunny and breezy with a high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 633. Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. So here's your answer. There was a gentleman by the name of Ransom E. Olds, uh, who was born in 1864, died in 1950, was a pioneer of the American automotive industry. Uh, and that's the Oldsmobile is named after him, right. as well as the REO, which was a flatbed truck. Uh, the REO Speedwagon, which uh, one of the members of the band studied uh, in transportation in college. That's how they got the name. Awesome. I've never heard that, by the way, in all the years of talking about them being a central Illinois band and trying to negotiate to see if they could come to the celebration. To, now they're back at the state fair for like the fifth or sixth time. Uh, there you go. Cool. And uh, I, I think his first gasoline-powered car he built in 1896. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Steam cars were uh, a little earlier than that, uh, as you look at the great history of going. And even electric cars were before that. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. Ransom E, middle initial E, mm-hmm. 
Olds, O-L-D-S. Wow. How has that never occurred to me to look that up in all the years I've been walking this earth? Right. And you might have even know, known the name Ransom Olds. You know, I, from Oldsmobile. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have put it with REO right. Speedwagon. Yeah. Uh, but sure, there you go. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Hmm. They're a, they're a feel good band. Yeah, I mean, talented musically. Is it the lead singer still with Ario? I don't know that. I, I you know what? I was looking at their catalog during the break, and I was like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know oh, that one. Tons. But but when you stack it up, you start to realize they're a little lighter rock than than maybe I had remembered it. They well, they started out. They they ended up being a little more like Chicago yeah, MTV can, hits and the, yeah. more ballads and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But they were a pretty good rock band when they were formed uh, in 1966. Wow, they clearly have the chops. I mean, they're good. Band. Yeah, that can't fight this feeling, and that stuff was a little later. I like the older stuff, you, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, I'm not the rock band ballad guy. They get about 4.8 million monthly listeners. Yeah, Spotify. Uh, and and look, I mean, these are smart dudes. You know, Neil Doherty was you know an electrical engineering student at the University of Illinois in Champaign. I I mean, you know, these guys were. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the disappointment, like with his parents? You know, <laughs> on the the get go. Right. Oh, you're at the U of I as a electrical engineering major. You right. want to be a rock star? Great. <laughs> in the late 1960s. Mm-hmm. You play after you get your homework done. Uh, yeah. They, they lived on, uh, they lived in the residence hall dormitory on Illinois Street, uh, there on the, uh, the campus and would get together and do impromptu sessions, uh, in the basement. Oh, that's cool. All those stories are always great. Mm-hmm. Always. And the big event is 1966. That, that literally is the year I was born. It's 56 years. Wow. As a rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. And they probably don't get the credit they, I, I mean, I don't know anyone that's been together longer. The that's Rolling a, Stones. Yeah, that's a long time. Would have been, you know, a few years uh, before that. But what, what are we talking? A handful of bands mm-hmm. in the entire world? Right. That have been together that long? Probably so. Kevin Cronin, the lead singer, I, I, I'm wondering if he is still, surely he is, right? Yeah, I think his voice is extremely iconic. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that that's a key part here. Let's, yeah. let's click on I, I, I was looking at a, at a newspaper ad for a concert in 1973. Now, think about this, right? Uh, this was Indianapolis, Indiana, where you could go to the semi-annual holiday festival and, and see Rare Earth, Ario Speedwagon, Blue Oyster Colt, Iggy and the Stooges for like $4. Wow. What a bill. What a price. I think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says on Kevin Cronin, he is uh, years active, 1970 to present. Okay, Member so of- he's got to be. I mean, just you, you can't. Right, you gotta have that voice. Yep. I know there are a lot of bands that have a lot of versions yeah, of Journey the band. Yeah, Journey got lucky. <laughs> well, Journey <laughs> just kept going to like, you know, I don't know, who's got, to, America's got talent or whatever, yeah. finding people that could do an impersonation of yeah. Steve Perry. And, and I, I would say to you, I don't know that there's still the draw. I mean, I know a lot of people love it and go see it because the music. So, uh, I mean, we saw that with the band that came to the Devon that, that does the Journey thing. I mean, the oh, yeah. catalog's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. I was looking at some of the 
uh, time for me to fly, <clears throat> roll with the changes, which you, you just played, riding the storm out. Some great songs. They were in, uh, Ozark. An episode, season three, episode three. And the, the episode was titled Kevin Cronin was here and they performed time for me to fly. For, I don't remember that. Was it the, the opening of the gambling boat? I, I don't remember. And it says on the, they charted. <laughs> they went right to the charts. Well, of course they did. Yeah. Cause that's what we do, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe they were, did they, when they opened the riverboat casino, like maybe it was that it? Maybe. I don't know. We, I, I can, I'm sure I could find it, but that was just a fun fact in his, on his Wikipedia. I, I don't recall that either. That seems weird, right? Oh yeah. All right. Well, if you remember, give us a holler. Hey, um, I've got, well, we, the budget thing, yesterday, uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I disagree with philosophically is giving our state-funded higher education institutions more money to blow. And I'm not talking about, we had this conversation yesterday with Millican University, you know, private, you know, university, it's not taxpayer-funded you know, we have got to think about the way we do higher ed in this country in a different way. And you go to the University of Illinois and your average professor there teaches what? One class a week? Because the grad assistants, I mean, I mean everybody else is, I, it's the most, like, it, it, it does not resemble the real world at all. There's so much. Layered on top of layered on top of layered on top of layered. And it's not, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying when you just keep bailing them out, they have no need to sort of figure out how to do it a different way. We've talked about this. Chapin Rose, if he was ever right about anything, was this one thing about how these state schools from northern to eastern to western to southern and everything in between all offering basically the same thing. Their enrollment keeps going down. Their tuition keeps going up. They're giving you the same degree, but it'll cost you 600 times more than it did 20 years ago. And they just refuse to tighten the belt. And we give them more funding. Now, if you've got a community college like Richland, you know, doing what they're doing to put people into the workforce and, and give them all the money you can. This other stuff, I just think it's ridiculous. It's just bailout after bailout. I mean, and if your company, during COVID, everybody got a bailout. And that's exactly what should have happened. It wasn't financially responsible, probably, you know, in the greater scheme of things, but it didn't matter. It was like, oh, do we want everyone to crash or do we want to prop stuff up to get it through this to help it to survive? I don't have any problem with that at all. And boy, there are a lot of people who took advantage of it. Yeah, they're arresting people to this day and charging them with fraud and everything else. But what they did, what they had to do to, to prop up so that things wouldn't fall. And even then, some things fell. But now the long-term effects of that is like you're getting the repercussions of it and things are starting to fall. And, and, and higher ed and particularly state-funded institutions just keep on doing it like it's just business as usual. Yeah, and so was there a lot of, of funding in the in that presentation about that? Well, there's here's the headline from the Herald Review: More money pleases campus leaders. Mm. Yep. And they pour all these money into like football programs, and all that's fine. 
these presidents make a, a, a huge living in the layers upon the layers. If you, if you took a college, a state funded college campus business plan and laid it over a company of the same size, it would be night and day. The differences night and day. Now the new program spinning, I get that there's some concern like, you know, I, I understand, you know, where's the funding going to come from? How is it going to be long-term? And once you put it on the books, it's not coming off the books, right? So there's questions about that. But yesterday when I'm looking at the reactions from leadership, meaning, you know, the people that represent us, I hate when one party goes, yeah, everything was fantastic. And then I hate when the other party goes, there was nothing good. What in life is like that? I mean, what is unilaterally by one side declared nothing at all of any interest to any voter or citizen in the state of Illinois to the other side going, this is the most remarkable thing that has ever happened. Where's the nuance? That's not real life. No, it's not in anything. Mm -mm. But yet I read the Illinois Manufacturers Association, who started it out with, we've come a long way in four years, and here's the areas we're very excited about, and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, we have a couple of concerns. That's life. That's normal. That's what you do at your job. Right. Hey, we did this pretty well. This stuff we need to work on, and maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe we should rethink this. But, hey, look at over here. This is fantastic. But now we've just become us versus them, red versus blue. Everything's all right or all wrong. Right? Right. And it's like, when if I could write this for you before the address was even given, then you're not giving me anything. It's almost all. like a Mad Lib, where you just have to insert the line, the, the noun of the thing that we're mad about, you know? Right. Yeah. And if you have any legitimate sort of interest in seeing where we are versus where we were four years ago, things have improved, even during COVID. Now, is it enough of a rainy day fund? I mean, you could have that conversation. What they're doing in and around the EV industry, I think, is really smart. You feel like you have a bit of a mandate, no matter what color, you know, red or blue, when you get reelected by, I mean, when it's 701 in, in the, in today's elections and they go, you win. I don't know how the opposition side starts speaking for the voters. And they do it in such absolute ways. Which is really funny coming from a party who cannot muster enough to, I mean, they started out in the super minority. They ended up even worse after the election. And then purport to speak for the voters of Illinois. And you'd think if things were so bad, which some contend there are, I'm not going to argue whether they are or aren't. We had this conversation with Nicole Babin last week Mm -hmm. about the state of Illinois, right? Yeah. And she's not an R or D or red or blue. She's about attracting jobs and companies. And and she admitted the challenges, but she also said, look at these areas where we're improving. She can give you a realistic notion of what's going on in the right. state of Illinois. Companies are looking for people. They're looking for property. They're looking for, you know, the pipelines. They're looking for that stuff. They're not looking for red or blue. They're looking for logistics. Right. And so why can't you just give us, first of all, quit purporting to speak for the people when you don't have enough people to support you to do any. You have no power because the people have said no to you. Except for the districts like Dan Hawkins where they said, you know what? We need him there. 
He helps us. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a scot-free, even though he promised he was only going to serve two terms, even though he's broken every problem. We'll, we'll keep him there because him doing his crazy thing is good for us. Yeah, I feel like the impetus is to make it seem like, you know, the, the other side is is terrible. And if we don't get in there, it's going to continue to spi- They that, call it that, a spiral. No, that's what they – but that didn't – it doesn't – Right. it has not worked for them. Right. So I'm wondering if the messaging should be like, hey, we need to get in there to tune these things to be, to be a little more realistic, to get us back on – you know, we're heading one way, but we really need to shape it a little different. We need to be in there. I wonder if that message resonates. Or is that not extreme enough? I, I the extreme enough thing is not working for them. Oh yeah, I, I, that that's not for debate. I, I mean, it's it, not for debate. No, but but it is still to them. Mm-hmm. Even after they spent fifty million dollars to win one primary race, mm-hmm. that's it, and nothing. And to like lose, I, I, I mean, in this year that was supposed to be this wave and all this stuff, and, and they get up and still purport to speak for the people of Illinois. And I don't get it. And then like, but we got to hear from all of them. And then there's on the other side, there's too much fawning. I mean, there's, you know, that. Right. I think like any budget or state of the union address, state of the state address, you look at it and you go, okay, there's some good, there's some bad, there's some questions, there's some stuff that's worth supporting and celebrating, no matter who it is, R or D. Right. But now we live in a society where it's all good or all bad, period. How do you ever lead with that? I I mean, like, actually lead. You just do the best that you can. With, with what you're allowed to do. So if you're, if you have the people that can vote in the things that you want to do, you try. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. They don't have that. They don't have anything. Yeah. Actually, this is weird. I, I took that question meaning the other, and the, from the other way, because it's like, Hey, I'm, I've got a whole segment of people that are, are not interested in anything I do. Nothing I do. How do I lead that way? You know, and, and it could be flipped. If, if you can't even get elected or get in any power, how do you lead in that way either? It's it's a difficult proposition either way. So here's the statement from Dan Calkins yesterday. Illinois State Representative Dan Calkins issued a statement following Governor Pritzker's fifth annual budget proposal presented to the Illinois General Assembly on Wednesday. What you just heard is a billionaire's budget. No concept of where the money comes from or worry about the cost. If Illinois is going to have... Record revenue, like the governor suggests, we should be paying down debt, saving for emergencies, and making permanent tax hikes or tax cuts like Indiana and other states are, instead of election year rebates. I heard nothing in that speech that respects the taxpayers of this state. Now Dan and his little tiny little red district that they've given him because he's useful to them because as long as he's popping off, they're never going to win anything. purports to speak for the entire state of Illinois when his candidate of choice had to concede at 701 one minute after the polls closed. You can have differences. You can point out things that you think are problematic. But it's like they've doubled down and tripled down and quadrupled down, even though the voters keep saying no. 
to speak for the people, and and that's all they do is throw flames. There's no answers. There's no solutions. There's no suggestions. There's no anything. It's just we're anti. And I think that works for some people. Some people like to be anti everything. You know them. You got friends on Facebook that do this. Well, it makes just against it everything. Makes oh, it a lot easier. Ario's coming. I hate them. <laughs> Maybe try this song now. Universal hate. Yeah. But it doesn't do anything other than bring everybody else down. So I, you know, I get it. And then you get to hear from Brad Halbrook. And then there was something. Oh man, I have to find this. Let's do the break and I'll, I'll find it from the, the Eastern block as a group. Cause like they all weighed in individually and then they go, well, we'll put our forces together and the 13 people that follow us and we'll come out swinging. Which is also a great Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song. We'll be back. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, showers are likely possible thunderstorms, cloudy with a high of 44. Tonight, chance of rain, also snow showers, mostly cloudy, low around 23. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 32. Saturday, sunny and breezy with a high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.52. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Did you know the average age of vehicles on the road right now are 12 years old? Most manufacturers recommend antifreeze coolant exchanges every 10 years. Number one roadside breakdowns is cooling system failure, but SpeedLube has you covered. They offer a two-part complete coolant system fluid exchange for $79.95, and it lubricates the water pump seals and has an anti-corrosion additive. Don't find yourself on the side of the road this winter. Visit one of SpeedLube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your coolant system checked today at SpeedLube. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
The Illinois Freedom Caucus today issued the following statement on Governor J.B. Pritzker's State of the State Address. Now, this is in quotes. We find it amusing that we seem to live rent-free in Governor J.B. Pritzker's head. But we are disappointed that he seems incapable of coming up with a different insult other than the overused carnival barkers reference. But whatever the insult used, the only tool he has at his disposal is insults and wisecracks because he has no ideas and no vision for our state. That's the opening paragraph of the press release. He just cleaned your clock three months ago. You are in the super minority. You live rent-free in his head and, and maybe some sort of afterthought of laughing at just how ridiculous you sound. The idea that they think they're so important when they are so insignificant to the entire process and are getting more insignificant every single day is kind of jarring to me that you can have that sort of I don't even know what the term I'm looking for. Cognitive dissonance? I mean, like, like that you just, you can't see the reality. We find it amusing that we live to rent free in the governor's head. You think the governor spends a 60 seconds a day thinking about the Illinois Freedom Caucus? Forget even red, blue, right, left, Republican. I mean, this is like literally, I mean, almost psychological. I mean, like, it's weird. It's it's projection, too. It's part of, hey, that we're part of this big movement. This, you know, it it, it is part of big movement. Maybe part of a bowel movement. I don't know about a big movement. What, I, what movement? You lost. I, I, you didn't gain. You lost. What you and, and, and that didn't even seem possible. I just like that they, they they get into their argument, but they don't. They argue at the opening paragraphs. We live in your head, rent free. What does that mean? I don't, I don't understand. You're called carnival barkers for this very paragraph. This is why you are referred to as carnival barkers. You don't sit at the table. You don't have a seat at the table. You're not even at the kids' table. You don't even have a folding chair at the kids' table. What was, what was the point? They're in the garage where the... Turkeys like in the oil. I mean, they're, and I don't even, maybe the driveway. I mean, I, I'm not even sure they're in the house, let alone at the table. But you live rent free in the governor's head because he's, the governor just took you and your Darren Bailey for governor. By the way, he's getting back into the DeMar. Uh, uh, I don't know if you saw that yesterday. There's people that are trying to say the heart attack uh, was caused by vaccines. Which then Darren Bailey shared. And uh, <laughs> You're not living in anybody's head. 
at all. You're just a joke. You're just a sad joke. You're not even the opposition party. You're, you're just a tiny fragmented group of people that are full of conspiracies and crap and people see right through it. You're just a joke. Carnival Barker would be a move up for you. We'll be back. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Republican lawmakers are calling for action to address skyrocketing energy costs. Downstate GOP members say many families and businesses are struggling to pay their power bills. They're calling on the governor to take immediate steps to combat energy rate increases. Legislation has been introduced that would give $200 million to downstate families and businesses. Another GOP proposal would create a power grid task force requiring the General Assembly to look at the impacts energy policies are having on the state's ability to produce the necessary amount of energy. The Millican Music School's percussion ensembles are hosting Synergy, a percussion concert in Albert Taylor Theater, Saturday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.